Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dare to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello, hello, and I want to give a big shout out to all my international friends, my local and national friends. Welcome to the Transformation for Success show. Boy, do we have a show for you today. I can't wait. I'm so excited. You can hear the story of a young man who divided his time between the United States and Latin America, and he's going to be here today to share how he discovered and decided to leave behind the old Tom and developed a new Tom. Are any of you out there in this dilemma? Well, I want you to stay tuned as Tom Karen, my guest today, will share his success stories and strategies that are going to help you, if you want, to leave the old self behind because it's time to get your act together. It's time to be something wonderful in Tom's words. We're broadcasting live and you can listen to us on the Empowerment Business and Influences channels or you can download the show later for your listening enjoyment and share with your colleagues and friends. I welcome you today. If you want to call in the show or even Skype in a question or two, the show number is one 888 We're also syndicated just for your information on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can access now these shows on your smart home devices so there's no excuse. Listen to the show today because it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Now, I want to introduce and welcome my guest, Mr. Tom Kieran. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi. Dr. Young, what a pleasure to, to be on your show. I am honored and excited. <laughs> to, no, we're to honored and we're today. excited. I mean, we've got <laughs> Mr. Wonderful on the show. So listen, <laughs> tell me who is Tom Karen? Who is Tom Karen? Well, <laughs> wow. Well, that's a loaded question. You know, we are all part of God. So, <laughs> um, but, but, um, so I, um, uh, I was in business a number of years. I, I was, uh, I come from, uh, I come from a background. This isn't who I am. This is what I did. And this is what, uh, this is will lead into what I'm doing now. But, uh, uh, I come from the East coast. I'm from Boston and, uh, grew from a family of seven and, um, uh, you know, pretty dysfunctional situation as, as a lot of probably your listeners have too. You know, a lot of people have that, but uh, my mother raised seven kids uh, after my father died when I was six, and I was one of the few that sort of kind of escaped the the chaos, right, and the uh, and the, the drugs and the alcohol and all that stuff that that you can you know when you're young you you can you can take those roads, and I I took a different road. I sort of went and and focused myself into my studies, uh, uh, went into accounting early on. I was a CPA early on in my career kind of moved up through the ranks to operations. I was a CEO of a company. I was in down in um, South America, as you mentioned, 
for a number of years working on a work-study travel institute. This is all in my, my book that I'll talk about later. And um, as I was down there, I just thought, you know, I, I need something more. I, I need to do something more. I need to be something more. And this was when um, I hatched Be Something Wonderful. And, uh, you know, for, for up to that point, I was just banging it out like the rest of the world. You know, uh, trying to figure out, you know, uh, I was a doer, right? And, and right. just do, 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 you know, and I, and in business for a number of years and the negativity and the, and the, uh, and the stress and all of it just sort of led me to, to have this epiphany one evening when I was at Cusco, Peru, working down there. And this is where I came up to be something wonderful. And I, I would, you know, it, it is a spiritual transformation, which I'm still into the process of. But it's reaching for that higher self. It's reaching for that higher concept of yourself. It's it, it's not about um, it's not about what you do. It's about who you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's be something wonderful. And that's what I started uh, um, back in 2016, and then just up and left South America and relocated back to the U.S. I'm now in San Diego and Carlsbad, um, launching. Uh, be something wonderful. The idea of reaching for that higher concept of yourself, reaching for that, you know, we're, we're all connected to that divinity, to that higher power. And, and that's the connection that I, that, that would be something wonderful is that's what we're all reaching. And, and, and really no, not everyone admits it, but we are all reaching for that something more. You, you hear about your, some friends that you have, they're all trying to get something. And they don't know what it is. They, it's not the house or the new car or the next job or the next girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife. Whatever it is, they don't feel satisfied. What is that? And that is it. It's, it's reaching for that. It's trying to get to that connection, to that divinity, to that, that God within us. Um, that that's what, you know, it's, it's not what you do. It's who you are and what you can be. And be something wonderful is about that connection because we're evolving beings, right? We're always evolving spiritually and, and, and we're eternal. So it doesn't end here. <laughs> no. Tell me, uh, let me go back to that night where you had this epiphany. Um, did this be something wonderful emanate out of that experience? I mean, was that something that just came to you or that was it, a term yeah, you coined yeah. later? It was very interesting because I, and I'll talk about this more. I have uh, my book, Be Something Wonderful, When Suddenly You Want to Be More. But I was up in this, this office where, that I use for sort of training teachers to do, to, mm-hmm. and um, I was scribbling as I always did. I doodle. And I doodle with my initials generally. And I, put, I always put a circle around it. And I said, you know, that could be a logo. And, uh, I, you know, and I'm, and I'm thinking, but, you know, and I started just kind of going something wonderful. I want to do something wonderful. And I, I, I cross out do and I said, no, nah, it's not do. It's be. <laughs> you know? And this is where I had be. I go, that's it. It's be something wonderful. And that's how I, you know, I, the next day I was like lit going, this is it. You know, <laughs> and, and I didn't even know where it was going to go or what was it, it, it was going to be. Right. I had no idea. I, you know, I set up a domain com and I go, no, I'm, I go, yes, I'll keep that. But then I got to be something wonderful.com that kind of feeds to Tom my principal domain. And the whole thing, it was an exil. It was really, I had goosebumps. I, I, you know how you can't, sometimes you, 
if you're really charged, you can't, you can't even, you're jumping out of your skin. And this is that connection. And, um, and, and, you know, it, I, I knew it was right. I knew it was the right way. And then the sort of the whole website and, and this thing started to develop, uh, over time where, you know, where, you know, I have my site in the website. If you go to the open landing page, it's just me in a conference room in a skyscraper and my back is to you and it's an empty conference room and a, and then outside is the universe. <laughs> you know, wow. when, you, but, when suddenly you want to be more. And this is how it started, Barry. It's that it was that sort of like I, it, it, I was dying inside. Right? <laughs> I, I, I get it. So I, I get it. it. Was, it's like being reborn, right? And this is, you know, uh, you know, the whole Bible is, is sort of a, it's, it's really man's, it's, it's, it, the, you know, some people would disagree, but the, every story there is what's going on within us. And, and this idea of being reborn is getting that connection. And until you get that, you don't really know how joyful you can be. <laughs> now, there, it looks like uh, from what I've learned about you in the past, you had, you said there was a time when you were letting other people define you and you were a follower. Yeah. Because one of the things that, uh, you know, leaving that old person behind, the supporter, the guardian, the champion of other people's visions and, and dreams. And so you were doing this. This is the old Tom. Now, Tom, when you were doing that, you weren't, did you feel that this was not your role? You started to feel that dissatisfaction within you? Because it sounds like you yeah. went along for many years just being, you no, know, the follower and <clears throat> you're, you know, doing what I, other people I, want you to do. Yeah, I was a very good sort of, in, in my, later in my career, as I, as I went up through, through quickly, Rose, I was always like the, the guy, you know, that, like a CFO or a president, the guy helping the founder, you know, move things along, you know, and, and very in that role and and but always in my pit of my stomach and not just when I was in business but for when I was very young I knew there was something missing there I knew that that there's something more you know and um and uh uh the the the, the business situation is just what got me kind of sort of the universe kind of pushes you in the direction if you don't go. <laughs> and that's what well, the universe did. It just sort of pushed me to go to this. But I always felt there was something missing, right? There is that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, if you remember those reviewers, Cisco and Ebert, uh, one of them died from throat cancer. I think it was Ebert. And a bit, basically when he was just ready to pass, his wife said, he goes, honey, it's a big sham. It's a big hoax. He, and he was talking, he had that, he was in the broader perspective. He could see everything. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and, and what he was referring to is down here. It, it's just, this is a small portion of that broader perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that divinity. So. Well, I'm, tra- I'm really intrigued because um, when you describe who you are today, Tom, you, from what I understand, you pursued all of the, the, the right kinds of things to do to set yourself in business. I mean, you got a BA and, and business and MA and finance and you start out as a certified public accountant. And, yes. you know, you know, those are, yes. that's kind of a, well, it's kind of a, I don't want to say, make a uh, statement about it, but it's a whole different, that's a whole different lifestyle because of the auditor yes. being the CPA, you really are yes. certified public accountant. 
Um, and I know what that life was like because my one of my <laughs> a husband of mine <laughs> was in that yeah. particular area. And so you're considered more of the introvert rather than the extrovert. Am I right? Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yes. And, you know, even when I was a you know, when I moved up out of, uh, I was in, I was with Pete Marrick, the big accounting firm back when I was just a young man uh, in my 20s. But I moved up and I was a CFO of a company. And I was always so quiet. You know, the sales guy would go, Tom, do you ever talk? <laughs> you know, because you know, I'm always thinking, I'm always working on the numbers. And, you know, in spite of myself, I got to be good at that. <laughs> but it's not, I, I, none of it felt right, Dr. Young. You know, I, I, was, I was just going, you know, I, I was trying to figure out who am I? Because I'm not okay. this. I'm not the CPA, the MBA, the business guy. All those skills, it, it turns out, were important to where I am today, right? Because it, you know, you have to, you still have to, build, you, you still need those skills when you're, when you're um, in the world world of Caesar here. But uh, yeah, I, 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 when I went, you know, I knew it when I was very young. I was always a sensitive little kid, and I, I talk about this in my book, "Be Something Wonderful." But yeah, I've made a total. I would say. When you talk about one um, eighties, that's a one eighty, right? Yeah, because I'm seeing wonderful. I'm seeing Tom being uh, the quiet storm here, so to speak, <laughs> and so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being this introvert, and then all of a sudden you break loose, and we're going to have some more questions for you because we're going to take a break in a few minutes. And Tom, <clears throat> I want to know your enlightenment, or what you call uh, leveling up, transformed yep. you as a leader. And as a person, I want to know a little bit more how you were transformed into being a leader, not only as a leader, but as a person. So just a a few steps, your first step that you took. When we come back, I want you to share with the listeners your first steps and some of the things that you can share about how you were able to blend business and spirituality. So listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with Tom Karen, founder and CEO of Be Something Wonderful. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Empowerment. 
This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to my show today with Tom Kieran, Mr. Wonderful. I'm calling him Mr. Wonderful because he has had an amazing story. So if you heard the first part of the show, you know, we had this man actually going through a real transition from the old Tom to this new Tom. So, Tom, I want you to share uh, a little bit about leveling up and transforming you as a leader, not just as a leader, but as a person. So what were the steps that were involved with leveling up? Yeah, I think it, you know, I I think the the biggest change Mm -hmm. that I made is is leading more, and I want to be careful because I don't want it to sound cliche because it's not, it's so important, but leading more from the heart as a, versus the head. I think, you know, I grew up, you know, in, in, when I was in public accounting in the 1980s, I was working in the Boston office. These guys, you couldn't mention spirituality in a conversation with a public accounting firm. You probably still can't, right? Nobody's going to want it. They, they're doers, right? And they're in their heart and they're, they're at it and they're grinding and, and it's all from the head. You know, it's all, for, it's not, but, but really, Leading, leadership, it's got to come from the heart. That's, that's where, that, it's got to come from that, 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 that inner being, that inner light is where, that's where all your intuition is. That's where all the, you know, all those, all the people that, all of those guys that had brilliant inventions and, and the artists, Vinci and all of them were, were tapping in to that intuition. They were tapping into that deeper spirit. And that's really what the transformation that I made, right? It makes you an, an incredibly better leader because, because you're, 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 it, it's not about being soft, right? You know, as Jesus said, the meek will inherit the earth. Well, he didn't mean that you're weak. He means the weak are, shall be strong. And they shall be strong because you lead from the heart. You lead from that, you're heart-centered. You're leading from that intuitive base that's inside you. And when you're leading from that intuition, from, and when you lead with love and you lead with the heart, you can't get it wrong. You can't make mistakes, right? How can you make but, mistakes? But tell me, Tom, when you're, if, you're, if yeah. you're talking to, uh, and, and, and I've heard this many times, when you're talking to a group of corporate leaders and you start telling them leading from the heart and your intuition, because most men don't lead from that place. So what do you tell some of your clients or some of the people you're working with, how do you deal with that? I mean, just even yeah. saying that, leading from the heart, I mean, most of the corporate leaders are going to say, this guy, uh-uh, we don't, you know, <laughs> that's not going to work in my company. <laughs> yeah, even, so, even today you still get that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this is where, this is interesting because if you go to my LinkedIn profile, it looks pretty extensive. And so, so, so I'm able to get a platform. I'm able to get airtime with people because they can see that um, this isn't just, you know, this isn't just pie in the sky fluff. 
This guy has uh-huh. actual uh-huh. operation. You know what I mean? The background has helped me go, well, this guy is for sure serious. He, he's done what I've done. But now he's doing this to be something wonderful. There's got to be something to it. Right? You know, right. Uh, yeah, I've cut, I've, right? I've, I've banged it out with all these guys. I can easily hold a, uh, a conference, and I'm still doing it today. I'm helping a company raise money in a, uh, for, their, for their company, you know, raise uh, venture capital. And so I'm meeting with, with these, you know, guys that are still, they're still trying to bang it out. And, and, and so as I deliver it to you, I probably would, I, what, what I would, what I generally do with, with the guys and gals that have been in business for a number of years and are still sort of resistant, I, I go at it in a roundabout way, but we still come to the same place. Once you try it, once you start making decisions uh, uh, based, on that, based on that intuitive feel, you've already got the facts. Facts are always mm-hmm. basic. Mm-hmm. Right? Facts are everywhere. The whole reality is around us. But, but my point to them is we create it. So, so you can either accept the situation or you can create a new situation. And that's where I get at. I, I get at the sort of creative side to them because everybody wants to think that the creators, but a lot of us think that, that, that it's by doing that we create. And it's really by being <laughs> that you create. The being has to come first. Then the intuitive action comes later. And so... You're right, and, and that's why I, I, I thought when you made the point about my background, uh-huh. that's what helps me, right? Because it's not well, like, that's what I'm beginning like to I see. A, uh, right, it was not like I was a philosophy major and then just went and lectured and so forth, and then never had never been on that side, right? And I'm still in right. it. I'm still helping uh, a friend of mine with the company. Uh, so I'm, 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 you know, there is that skill set, and I got to tell you, I feel, I feel much different in these meetings now, because I know things are going to go my way. Why? Because I know I'm connected. Well, and I know, you know, and I know if I lead with compassion, I lead with love. I know I can't go wrong. You can't stop me. Right? That's uh, Dr. Young. That's where our power is. Everybody thinks it's about the worldly stuff, right? The doing and the, and you can pile degree on degrees, but that's not where your power is. Your power is in, is in, is in from that centered spot. And, and, you know, you have that, well, right? And it's obvious. Well, yeah. certainly you bring, uh, and I can see, you know, there's always a purpose for, <clears throat> to me, a plan and a design. Because, Tom, you bring this heavy, you know, background and you also, you're very fluent in Spanish. So, you are legitimate, let's put it that way, and people can, you're validated by the fact of your background. So when you're with a group of leaders and you're working with corporate leaders, then you can, of course, relate and you're relatable. And I think that's, that's I'm glad you mentioned that and because it is a value. But I, I have a question too, and, sure. and this sort of brings us up to date because <clears throat> what do you think in light of where we are today with this pandemic and some of the issues that we're facing, what strategies would you think people could use to help them get through this, this these experiences we're having? Because, you know, people are getting pent up, you know, they're, they've been at home, they want to get out. So, Mr. Wonderful, <laughs> be well, something. It, isn't that what? amazing? And, 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 you know, the, 
the pandemic has has definitely changed things. And I, I also think it's gotten people to think, to kind of reevaluate things, right? I mean, once you're, I think it breaks you from whatever cycle you're in, whatever pattern of living you are in, that pattern was broken with this pandemic for most mm-hmm. people, by, for a majority of the people. And once you're thrown off your routine, then then you can sort of peel back to see what what do I really want to do? Who do I really want to be? And I think that, that has offered a, uh, an opportunity for a lot of people to take a deeper look because you don't, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're just grinding every day and you're, and you're on the same pattern, you don't stop to even think about that, right? And, uh, and, I think, and I think for by and large, that's what's happened to a lot of people. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people out of work. There are a lot of people just off their cycle, and, and so, you know, it, and everything is about going and, and without, you know, all of the great ancients, all of the prophets, all of our spiritual leaders today, even, even the, um, the big self-help guys like Tony Robbins, they all say the same thing. It's all about going within that, you know, tapping in inside. I think the pandemic helps you do that because you don't have the outside distractions, right? Mm-hmm. As much because you're, you're sort of pent up. And so I think that gives you a, I think it is a tremendous opportunity for people to take a good look on, on getting that connection and mm-hmm. then rebooting themselves. So basically it, you can, you know, re, I, I, I would use reboot than reborn because people think rebooting goes over better for them. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, rebooting is a word. I, I sort of like the rebooting word because we're in the digital world of technology and so rebooting sets you know is might be appropriate what strategies um that you point out in your book uh how you can be something wonderful what do you so in my book be something Mm -hmm. wonderful when Mm -hmm. suddenly you want to be more is the name of the book because that was sort of the the slogan be something wonderful when suddenly you want to be more. on the way to you i didn't i wasn't able to autograph it but uh, because I, I couldn't get it to me in time. It, it really is amazing. But be something wonderful. So I introduce in part three of the book, part one sort of tells my story a little bit, how I came to it, the epiphany about my childhood a little bit, because, you know, again, it wasn't, uh, it, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth by any means, right? So it all sort of, it all led up to be something wonderful. I, I, what I do is I, is I, I kind of pull the thread and then I connect the dots to show you how this all happened. Okay. And how, I, and so how everybody else can connect those same dots in life. You know, I think a lot of people go through life not connecting their dots. So they, they sort of, they isolate parts of their life or their incidents. They all connect. And once you connect them, you'll find out what your true path is. And so in part three, part two is more of the, the, uh, law of attraction, quantum physics, and so forth. And then part three, I talk about the data be a code. And this is the code um, uh, that I've come up with. Every letter in dare to be it is a code. So the first one is dare to face your fear, for example. And, mm-hmm. and so what I do is take you through a step-by-step. Uh, and, and again, it's not, there's not a lot of, uh, I, I made it very simple. There's a lot of wisdom and simplicity. Because I think if you make something where people got to, you know, start writing journals and 
start doing vision boards and start doing all that stuff, it throws you off track on what you're trying to do. And so there to be a code, which each letter being a, uh, a code, so to speak, um, is, is taking you through those steps. And I think the first one it, uh, is, is, is where it's built on dare to face your fear. Because there are really only Did you say emotions. fear? I'm sorry, Tom. Did you fear. say fear? Yes, fear. Dare to face fear. Fear to face your fear. Okay. That's, uh, so that's the first one in the dare to be a code. And, um, and I'll talk a little bit about that one because that's really what it's based on. That's what gets you launched. Fear is what holds us back in everything, right? And, and, and we all have it. We all have fears. We have fears of, of, uh, of, of losing, you know, not having security. We have a fear of dying, right? The biggest fear, right? If you can overcome that, if you can understand that you're eternal, that you're immortal, that you, that you don't, that, that you go on, then it, once you overcome that, that's the biggest fear. Once you come over again, there are no other fears. But Dare to Face Your Fear talks about that. I use a couple, I, I, in, in my book, I, I have, um, I talk a lot, I, I quote a lot of other leaders and their strategies as well. So I, 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 I sort of pick from these other, uh, other leaders out there to kind of give you other resources to, to go with. But once the Dare to Be a Code is that code of leveling up. It's that code, if you've been banging it out your whole life, if you felt that inside that, that there was always something off, right? Most of the time we don't really, you know, we're, we always feel a little bit, uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of gnawing inside, but we never pay attention to it because we just keep, we keep going from the next thing to the next thing, right? We keep distracting right. ourselves from the outside. Right. But, but, you know, what Be Something Wonderful has forced me to do is to look at that and to say that, and through the Dear to Dear Code as well, is, is that that fear is just the absence of love, loving yourself. And, and I don't mean the physical self that's identified with degrees or jobs or anything like that, or even with as a husband or wife of somebody or a friend of somebody or, or I'm talking about that, that person that is pure light. Once you identify that and that there is nothing to fear, right? There's nothing that's going to go wrong. Tom, Everything is I have, I, I have a question. Good. Yeah. I, I have a question too because uh, I appreciate you sharing that fear to face your fear. How do you tell someone to abort fear? What are the steps? Because, you know, we deal with this all the time. We tell people to face your fears. But what is a step for me to face my fear? Yeah. What would, See, I, what do, what would I do to face my fear? You, you, you never eradicate I, I have fear. a fear of worms. So you're telling me to face my fear by going picking up the worm. No, I, I'm trying no, to get... That, I, would, I, would, I would argue that's not really a fear. That's more of a discomfort. <laughs> okay. But, but I, I, do, I do know what you mean by that. So when I talk about fear, I talk about in the broader sense of lack of love. So just like darkness is a lack of light, right, that, that really there's only love. Love is that is what we're made of. We're made of the light. We're made of love. And remember, this is not coming from a, a guy that is uh, just a foo-foo guy. It's kind of a guy that's baked it out in operations. I get it now that, that we're made of that. And so, so fear is always there. 
but what I, what I found is, is when I'm based in love, when I'm based in that, 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 and I'm not talking about romantic love, it's that, that's deeper divinity, that, that fear can't fit. You can't, you can't be in love and in fear at the same time. You've got to pick one. So okay. fear's always there. It doesn't go away. You just choose to be in love and not fear. Right? Okay. You can always, you know, you, you, we're always toggling back and forth, right? And I'm not talking about the fear of walking around a corner and getting spooked, right? That's different. That's a sort of physical, uh, physiological reaction. It's, it's, it's that deeper fear, that dissatisfaction, that feeling of unworthiness, right? That feeling of, of, of being alone, even when you have a lot of people around you. Right, I think your listeners, a lot of your listeners, are going, "Yeah, I, I felt that before." <laughs> and and so it's it's. But once you you get it, you connect with that divinity. And remember, there's no there's no um, you know, a lot of teachers that are in in this field. You got Abraham Hicks, the one that that uh, she she uh, has that uh, that 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 divinity of Abraham that she channels. All of these guys out there, all of them, gals and guys, they, the reason it, 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 the law of attraction, all of that doesn't work is because they're always trying to implement what works for somebody else, right? And that, you can't, that's not the way to go about it. You'll never get there. You've got to go inside and then know that there's tools out there, and this is what the Dare to Be It code prescribes, right? Each, each code uh, start with there to face your fear and then align with your, with that higher part of you is the A. Once you align and, 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 and do these things, I take you through an exercise that's more of a breathing and, mm-hmm. and, and then some suggestions to do during it, but very simple because really it is simple. I was always reading, you know, I was a, I was a fanatic for self-help books. I read it my whole life. But yet, I wasn't moving in that direction. <laughs> I, I, I was reading because I thought, does someone have the answer to this sadness that's deep inside me? I, I guess I call it a sadness or a fear or whatever you want to call it. This awesomeness that I felt. What is it? Who has the answer? None of them had it until I decided to look within. And that's how Be Something Wonderful came to me. It really is. It really is a inside job. And I, certainly the Dare to Be a Code can, can get you pointed in that direction. But I'm very careful of telling people too much strictly what to do. It's more of, yes. um, it's about, it's really more awakening you. And that's what my second book is going to be more about. Uh, I'm, I'm still, it's still in the works, but. Um, uh, oh, it sounds it, interesting. It, sounds interesting in what yeah, you're doing. So. And and I agree. Um, one of the things um, that you've said is that, you know, you were reading all these uh, self-help books. I call them shelf-help books. But right. <laughs> in my exactly where they end up, right? But uh, I want to thank you for sharing uh, about uh, fear and the Veda Code and face fear to face your fear. And so, listeners, I want to leave you with that as we take a quick break. We're going to be right back. And I've got a lot more questions for Mr. Tom Kira. So stay tuned as you're going to hear more from my guest today. Thank you. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. 
Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Says, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days, but who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, it's Transformational Tuesday, and I have my guest, Mr. Tom Curran, with me, the man who decided to leave the old Tom and be something wonderful. So, Tom, thank you again for being on the show, and welcome back as we enter this segment. I've got a lot more questions for you. One of the things uh, that you've shared a lot about what's in your book, uh, Be Something Wonderful, something you always wanted to be, <laughs> I may I have that title wrong. But I love Be Something Wonderful when suddenly you want to be more. So, Tom, how do you blend spirituality and what you're doing in business? How do you blend the two? Because you talk a lot about that inner growth and how one needs to look within. So how do you blend business and spirituality? You know, it's funny you ask me that because because I, I uh, even as I as I tie up some loose ends and other businesses I've been in, um, people are very you know it's not like they say I, I can see it in their face like what are you doing <laughs> you know have you gone nuts <laughs> you know, I, they don't say it to me because there's a lot of respect there right I, I am uh, you know I'm pretty pretty uh, established and um, so. And, and, but they're curious because they see the energy, they see the positivity, right? They're, I've always been a positive person, but this is different. This is like now like a permanent hum, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm humming permanently at a nice hum, right? And then I, I grow up from that hum, but I never go down, you know? So, uh, so blending business and spirituality is it, really easy for me. Because it's being who I really am, and then, and then, acting from that, moving from that, and so, so what I, what I, what I found is that um, it always felt hard, business, the jobs, the, the, 
the opportunities, everything that I've ever worked on, it always felt like you had to grind it out. Someone wins and somebody loses. And I just never felt right about that. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and there was always negative, there was, there's always some negativity in it. And I thought there's got to be a different way. There's got you know, there, there's definitely got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way to, to blend this, to use the background that I've, that I've had, and then to use the organization to, to help others. And so that's, so that was the, you know, be something wonderful when suddenly you want to be more. I talk about that in the book uh, a little uh-huh. bit of, of exactly what happened down in South America when I, when I left suddenly uh, to do this. And it was pretty sudden. I'm a, you know, when I, when I get something, I, I can be abrupt <laughs> and, and sort of like going for it. And, um, and I think um, mostly is, is before you act, before you say something, before you do something, it's, it's in lining up inside with that higher connection. It's, mm-hmm. you know, for me now, for me, it's just taking a couple deep breaths and then, and then knowing, how, and, and then asking myself, to myself, how do I feel? Because it doesn't matter what you do. You can, you can, you can, do, do, do all day long, but if you don't feel good, if you don't feel right, if you're not lined up while you're doing it, it you may, you know, you may have some success. You may, mm-hmm. you may, you know, you may get a big deal and, and make millions here or millions there, but that's puny compared to acting on your intuition and acting from that inspired action. And, and that's really the difference. I, I think... I think I, I, from a doer, I become more of a feeler, and and and, okay. and and I focus on who I am as opposed to what I do. More of that, right? Whenever people ask me who are you, I try not to start with titles and degrees and all that kind of stuff because that doesn't mean anything <laughs> right. in the end. What it doesn't? No. It doesn't. What do you feel that you bring um, to now? Are most of the people that you deal with? Let me clarify: are in the business world. Or are people in, you know, various professions that were akin to what you did at one time? Who are your clients, more or less, or the people that you really come in contact with? Uh, yeah, it's a variety. So it's all over mm-hmm. the board. And, uh-huh. um, and some of them are, you know, some are that would, you know, would maybe had a major event in their life. Like mm-hmm. a, a, what we would call like a, a big life moment. Could be a heart attack could be the loss of uh, a divorce, uh, uh-huh. something that a major event that threw them totally off, right, into a, into a sort of downward spiral. That's when they're reaching for it. That's where, that's where definitely be something wonderful can help. But it can also get you there before it. Where you're just, you, you, it, it wasn't a major event, but it was just sort of a growing dissatisfaction. Right. Of of what, you know, I want to work on something more. I want to do something else. And so sometimes, you know, it's not leaving what you're doing. It's just being who you are, who you really are, and then doing it. And then you see, you see life in a different, you know, you're seeing through a different lens. And that's what I try to get them to do. It's perception, right? Because, because, you know, you're you're seeing through that sort of limited perception. And you yes. think everything's miserable, and, and I don't like what I'm doing. But well, I like I like um, 
what you've said, Tom, many times that there comes a time when you have had, you know, you've had such a powerful and profound sense of clarity about who you are that you have to tell people. It's like you have to act on it. You have to be that person. Uh, And I want to applaud you, you know, for being transparent and uh, helping people that this is a time that they can be creative and authentic and courageous and in your words transformative because this is transformation for success that's what we're all about to help individuals out there to maybe come to that point of clarity and maybe like Tom who was in a very stable profession and decided um, he had an epiphany that he wanted to be something more he wanted to be something wonderful and Tom I know that there are many people out there that are looking right now and realizing that there's unlimited potential that has never been tapped within them. So I want you to just tell me in the last words, uh, as we almost it's almost time to end the interview, oh my God, if you could put a billboard up, where would it be, and what would you say? Oh, if I could put a billboard up, I would put it up <laughs> probably in um, a major metropolitan city. Mm-hmm. And 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 I would I would use my my slogan, dare to be it, and so that would be my slogan. <laughs> and dare to be it, meaning dare to be that higher self. Dear, really, really, what really matters, and what what I think we forget, and I forgot my whole life until I discovered be something wonderful, is it doesn't matter what you do, it's how you feel. Feel to feel good feels good. <laughs> you know, I think Abraham Hicks has said a lot. Feeling good feels good. And I don't mean the feeling of, of fluff where, where it goes away the next second. I meant that deep sort of knowing that you're okay, that you're divine, that you're safe, that you are connected, that you're invincible. Byron, let me leave it with this. I think when, there, I always sort of say this, but it's when, it's when you're at that moment when you feel totally vulnerable, totally exposed, that is your moment of your, you realize that your greatest invincibility. <laughs> That's where you realize I can't get hurt, right? It's when you hit that moment of total, I feel totally exposed, I feel totally vulnerable, you get past that and you realize that, oh my God, I'm, in, 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 I'm invulnerable. I am invincible. I can do, be, do, or have anything. And so that would be my words. Be something wonderful, but dear to be it. Be that person. Be that higher concept of yourself. We talk about it. We give lip service to it. We want to get there, but we want to consistently do it. And that's, that's really, that it's being that better version, being that higher concept of yourself. So that would be something wonderful. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I love your story, too. Uh, The transition. I was intrigued when I first uh, heard about you to have you on the story. A man who transformed himself. He became uh, from the old Tom, and he was born a new Tom, Which and I love it. Tell me where the listeners can get your book real quickly. It's on Amazon, and the name of that book yes. is... It's on Amazon. You can, the easiest way to go is the Amazon.com, Be Something Wonderful, When Suddenly You Want to Be More. Um, it's, it's there. It's also on Apple Books. It's on Barnes & Noble, everywhere. Books are sold. You can, read, you can find it. But if you want to get the e-book, 
easy to download. You can get that on Amazon.com. And there's also a paperback. That's what you'll be uh, reading from, Barbara. And, uh, yeah, very. And well, you can also go to BeSomethingWonderful.com. Okay, and, great. Uh, and visit my website and say hello. Send me an email. Okay. Yeah. Tom, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. We've got to close the show. It has been delightful to have you. And remember, all of you out there, what Tom has said today, suddenly what you have been just isn't good enough. You were born to be great, to be something I wonderful. I'm quoting Mr. Tom Caron. So, listeners, we'll stay tuned. We'll have another guest next week. I know you've enjoyed Mr. Caron. He's given you where you can get his book. And, Tom, continue to be something wonderful. We certainly enjoyed you today. And have a very blessed week. See you soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. This is Dr. Barbara Young. I'll see you next week. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.